Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to www.kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. So first of all, we both just want to say Happy New Year. It's great to be back. Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. You get to be a fly on the wall on one of our art conversations, one of the ones Sandra and I would normally have off air. Now, it all started when I asked Sandra a question after we'd recorded a podcast. And she said, why not let's record this and see what happens? So we did. And there's no editing on this one either. So get your paints out and join us for some studio art chat. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Tara, you were about to tell me, weren't you? You were having a, you're saying you've got a bit of a, a confidence crisis going on. And my instant reaction to that right now is, I've never known you to be so creative as you are at the moment. You're on fire. Your work is getting better and better. Every time you upload a piece of work, I just think, oh, well, that's my new favourite. You're clearly evolving um, all the time. And you're doing great on social media. And I just think, how can, how can now be the time when you're having a confidence crisis? I, I just find that really interesting. Because I, well, I would have said maybe that would be a dry spell or something might be, you know, make you have a, a confidence crisis. But you're not having one of those. <laughs> no, I just, I feel like my work has gone a little bit backwards. So I was creating the characters I was really enjoying. Actually, my social media is not going very well at the moment my social media slumped in the last month or so I would say mm-hmm. definitely and it feels like it's almost slumped since I've started this it's not really a big change of direction but since I had this idea for the concept you know where I would be putting mm. people's put downs that killed their confidence I'd be putting that text in my work now mm. at the same time it was probably stupid because I was going big at the same time yeah, which I was finding quite a challenge because I literally went from A3, which if, if you know what an A4 piece of paper is or a legal piece of paper in the US, if you put two pieces of paper like that side by side, that is the size I was working at approximately. Now, I've, I've gone from that to that basically four times as big. Right. Which uh, is from, from that A3 size. Yeah, which is quite a jump. And... I was finding it quite tricky, obviously, because its materials don't necessarily translate that easily. Um, but the rear, some of the big ones, some of the big ones I like, but when I started introducing text, I just felt, I think I, I made the mistake of working on paper because I right. like the idea of being able to roll up my work if anyone bought it and post it. Mm. But because it's obviously watercolour paper, it has a slight, it buckles a bit which is not great yes I could stretch it but I didn't want to stretch a massive piece of paper no um so it not to be honest it could be framed and it would be fine it's only a slight bit um but I've just felt like I've almost pushed too far if that makes sense 
I just find it the irony that you, as you're creating these pieces of paper, uh, these pieces of work with torn up bits of paper, which are um, things that people have heard that kill their confidence, and it's during your during you tearing these <laughs> these things up that you're suddenly My having confidence your confidence crisis, exactly, which, is, yes. which, is, which I find so. It's just so ironic. I just find that it, it is. really strange. It is a jump and it is hard um, going up. I, you know, I remember obviously when I, because I only really work, um, I would say sort of, I don't know, say 40 by 50 centimetres or 50 by 60 centimetres, that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not like I yeah. work huge. And that's just the general kind of size I work at. And occasionally I'll go bigger, but it might it might only be maybe half as big again. But going from going four times the size is quite a jump. And I remember when that couple from Massachusetts, they, they commissioned me to do that big marble painting. And I've told you this before, but... They, when they gave me the original measurements I thought they wanted, I thought they were talking in inches. <laughs> and, of course, they weren't. They were talking in, in centimetres. So... Haven't you got that the wrong way around? Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah sorry. I, I thought yeah. they were talking in centimetres. They were talking in inches. So, obviously, when I was sort of thinking, yeah, yeah, I'll take this commission on, I hadn't realised it was bloody massive. <laughs> this thing that they were they were wanting me to do was much bigger, much bigger than I'd I'd had in mind. And and but we'd already invested a lot of time in talking about the colours and the kind of um, layout and all this stuff. I thought oh, I'm I'm invested in this now, and so are they. So I just need to I just need to do this. I remember kind of chalking out the um the outlines on well it was going to be on my lino floor in the studio but I didn't have enough space where I where I was standing so I had to go outside and do it and I said to Paul oh my gosh look at the size of this thing it's going to be huge (laughs) so I was like oh god how am I going to do this because you know realism painting is you know it's quite intricate in places and of course I'm suddenly having to do it on a big scale and you do you have to have to um change so much but keep the same style and it's hard you need to use different tools bigger tools and the other thing i don't know if you do this tara but do you find that or if you don't find you're doing this this is what you should be doing when i was working big i had to pretty much have a runway between me and the painting sometimes i had to keep making sure i step back all the time because you can't. You can't. You can't see at... how relate everything relates to each other, can you? Yeah, no. I've had to do that as well. But I've actually pulled back and gone slightly smaller now because I've decided it was a step too far in too. Do you know what I mean? Too quick. So I've stepped back to twice the size that I was. That's a good idea. Before. How are you finding yeah, that? Yeah, and. I'm feeling that's a lot better, but I'm having trouble with the thing you're saying with the... It's not so much a stepping back, because I am stepping back, and it would be fine if I was planning yeah. prior to... But I don't plan, you see. I just get in there and work, and I find that the eyes, although they're, they're abstract, the eyes and the nose position are not always 
relating very well. Right. If that makes sense. Mm. You have to use much bigger arm. Like, it might be you too have to work far from your shoulder rather than. No, sort of... it's 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 the distances. It's right. not. It's it's not that. It's because when I'm close up to it and actually doing the drawing, mm. it's hard to take it all in at once. Yeah. With my reference, then yeah. I'm stepping back, but it, it's kind of too late sometimes because <laughs> I can't. Because, just because of the way I work, basically. If I was drawing it in pencil, it'd be fine because I'd draw it and then I'd step back and think, oh no, it's too far away, rub it out, go in a bit. Well, you in. like having but no control, it, don't you? And I, I was wondering because I, I do, yeah. You, you, I remember you told me, and I don't know who it was, but you told me about somebody who had strapped some pencils to the end of a cane or something like that and they were yeah. doing it that way i wonder if you've ever see if, if you tried um doing that with one of your sponge uh brushes i don't know what you call it i've never used one i sort of you use it'd have like to be these... the charcoal because the, ch- the charcoal does a drawing really. okay so you so could it'd have to do, be the charcoal yeah you could strap yeah you could put, i wonder whether no. that would though alter your style too much because it would go to it would go yeah, you would have it no control the then. No, so that's one of my problems. So one of my problems was, so although I, I think they look nice on some of them on the photo, I'm not sure. If, I'd I'd really like someone who knows what they're talking about. If you live locally, I would get you to come round have a look at the physical piece mm. and say, what do you think to that? Does it look, you know, how do you, what do you think about it? But because I don't know anyone like that who really has a good eye, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kevin, so I love that. I mean, he really, really likes them. But it's someone who who knows art, do you know what I mean? Knows art to a selling level. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it. Anyway, I've been pulling, I've pulled back this last week or so, and I created one that I really, really liked, but I didn't put the post, you know, the colour, the post-its and stuff. I actually pulled back from the post-it, so I just put words in it, and I preferred it. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I've seen, I've I was, seen quite a few. Yeah, I was slightly worried that I'd gone too far. What, with well, the post-its? Yeah, well, I've put them on some, but not all of them. Cause I and by post-its, you're talking about almost you're using those a bit like a, in a collage element, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So so I'd, I'd put bits of pink, you know, you've seen bits of pink, yeah. and they work really well on the small ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on, on some of them, I was, and I also looked at it and I thought, it doesn't need it. It's it's enough with just the text. So, yeah, yeah, because you don't want it to become too busy, do you? No, but you I can, also you can use too to... many ideas, I think, and and you've got so many ideas, you try and put them all into one piece, and it can be a bit chaotic. Yeah, and I also have this very weird thing going on, which I've always had, and this is a me problem, uh, which is. I sometimes start to wonder if things become predictable. Right. Which is what people want, predictable. I know, I know this sounds weird, but artists that do really well are the artists that you'll turn up to their page every day and you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. for me, sometimes, and it's not even that I'm bored of it, but I think, oh, God, they know. They're always going to come to my, my drawing and there's going to be a face, and it's going to have a hat, and it's going to have those funny, goggly thingies. And I think, does that get a bit boring and predictable? Well, how do you feel about it? Are you bored well, some, with well, creating them? I'm not really bored with creating them, but sometimes I just think I need to mix it up a bit more. 
I don't think you need to th- think about... The thing is, I think you're thinking too much. I think you need to just do... I think do I what, am. Yeah, you, you are overthinking because you've got to... Th- there's no point in creating for the viewer. Well... <laughs> As in only for the viewer, only because you you want to paint what people want. There's no point in doing that because you'll you'll burn out quickly otherwise. You'll start not enjoying it. You need to do what you enjoy and let it pull you in whatever direction you're enjoying. Because otherwise that if you're not if you stop enjoying it, that'll then reflect in your work, won't it? And oh, then yeah, it will. And then it's gonna have a, an effect on how other people receive it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I think there's also that thing, um, and it, it shouldn't affect you, but when your social media starts doing worse, and it shouldn't matter. Don't you I think that's, there's a ebbs and flows in that, though, isn't there, as well? There it's is, and it's not, necessarily about how good, it's not necessarily about how good your art is, either. It's, it no. might be how you present the art. It might be, and when I say that, I mean people don't like the way you made the video or the video just doesn't catch the algorithm or you don't put it out at the right time. But it is that thing where it shouldn't bother you, but it still does, doesn't it? Because you start then thinking, people don't like it. <laughs> you should be on my social media. That'll give you a harsh lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you see, you, you, you've got a reason, you see, because I've been posting pretty religiously yeah uh, five five times a week to daily so if yeah. i only posted like you say like once a week or whatever then i would i would get it yeah yeah so i do think anyway let's go on to one of your problems and then we'll come back to one of mine what's your what's your problem <laughs> <laughs> this is like what's it called those agony aren't that's <laughs> the problem agony art <laughs> okay well yeah, well, I guess TikTok, right? You know, we spoke, we, we did a record, we recorded an episode a little while ago and I'd, so we were talking about TikTok and I said, okay, right, I'm going to challenge myself then to go on TikTok um, because you'd said, TikTok's really changed. It's, it's become more adult now. And this is very typical of me yeah. in that I can't be bothered to sit and learn about something before I try it. I just want to try it. I'm not, I don't want to sit and have to watch how to use something. So very rarely do I I'm do ultra that. Geek. I'm ultra geek. So I would have watched about 100 videos first. Yeah. And this is where yeah. I, I definitely go wrong. And uh, so I've gone, okay, right. As soon as we stopped recording, I was like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on TikTok. So I, I went on TikTok and I thought, oh, I guess it's sort of self-explanatory there's a little plus sign you put a plus sign you click on that and then you upload a video and it you know it's fairly straightforward ish um but I could I mean I must have posted every single day for about I don't know well let's face it it was probably only about (laughs) not that long really (laughs) two weeks yeah (laughs) and I was like this is terrible. I'm getting absolutely no, nothing, literally zero traction at all. And I think at my, I think at the end of the two weeks, I thought, ah, oh, do you know what? I'm coming off of this. This is just clearly not going to work for me at all. Um, but then I remembered, I don't know if it was you or whether it was Carmel or somebody, I think it might have been you actually saying that there were these trends 
there things that seem to go on on TikTok. Yeah. And one of them is where you have to stand with this with a painting and you have to kind of spin around really slowly and then show it. And apparently that, and I think it was because, and you tried it, didn't you? And you'd got Yeah, I, I told you it did really well, yeah. Not how on many, TikTok, it did, did really well on um, Instagram. Yeah, Mine. how many views? Yeah. How many views? I got 18,000. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's probably more views than my whole entire Instagram feed has ever got joined up together. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a crazy amount of views. So I thought, oh, perhaps I'll try that then. Before I before I just delete the account, I'll I'll have a go. I'll try this. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, there's no big numbers going on here. But what I did is I I filmed this really crappy video, and actually, it was chucking it down with rain in my studio. I didn't have my mic on. I mean, this is how invested I was. Didn't have my mic on. Um, I could barely hear myself speak because my art studio's got um, it's kind of like got a plastic roof on it. And the the rain was so, so loud in there. It was so loud that it scared the dog. So he'd gone and slept in the office because he didn't like it. So so I had that going on and I, I just put the thing up. I thought, okay, I'll, I'll try a spin round thing. And I, I think I said something along the lines of, I'm new to TikTok. I have um, 11 followers, which at the time I had. I've heard that if I spin round really slowly with um, a painting, let me just, hang on. Yeah, if I spin round really slowly with a painting, um, it should gain quite a bit of traction. So it's Sunday. Um, I've got nothing to lose, really. Not a lot of people are going to see this rubbish video, so here goes. You didn't say that, though, did you? I didn't quite say that, but no. I'm pretty much along the lines of, you know, no one's going to yeah. see this, so I've got nothing to lose. And and um, and what I did is I span around to really slowly until I got to the point where you could actually see the painting because it was half halfway through. It was its skanky teenage stage. And then I kind of whizzed it around really quick. And so... I left it like that and I don't know I think it was the following morning I woke up and I'd got something like 30 odd followers from that video and I thought well that's ridiculous I've done videos much better than that I've put together videos that are much better than that for TikTok um I mean I say much better my video making skills I don't put a lot into them but um I probably do you know what I probably would if I if I was getting a lot of interest and people reacting and, and following, I would put a lot more into it. But I suppose because I don't, I haven't got to that point, I just... It's a vicious I circle, think, isn't it? Yeah, I think, oh, well, what's the point sort of thing? So I don't. But anyway, I thought, well, that's interesting. I've just put out this ridiculously poor quality video and it seems that just because I'm spinning around slowly with a painting it gets some views, albeit only sort of 35 or 30 odd likes. It's still got more than any of my other ones have. So I found that really interesting. And then I thought, but what I found really most interesting about that is that when I go through the feed, I was getting really bored of seeing the same old videos all the time of artists spinning around with their paintings. I just thought, why is everyone doing that? I don't get it. I don't get why everyone is doing the same thing. And it seems to be with TikTok that you have to follow these trends. And I'm not sure I'm, I like that because I'm not one who follows trends, really. I do what I want to do. But I don't know with social media, it's different. You kind of almost have to, don't you? 
But interestingly, yeah. what I was saying earlier about, you know, typical of me, I don't sit and learn anything. I just have a go and then wonder why it doesn't work. And I said to you this morning, didn't I? I said, oh, um, do you know what? Yesterday, after being on TikTok now for three weeks... I decided perhaps I ought to look at a tutorial. <laughs> and because I was wondering why I was just seeing loads of teenagers dancing in car parks and wondering what on earth, TikTok has not grown up at all. Anyway, I, um, I watched a, a tutorial and thought, oh, there's, a, there's another thing you can look at where you can discover people that, you know, based on what you watch. And, of course, that was just literally this morning and last night. I was like, oh, I, I can I, now I know how to find the artists out there, not just people that are, are talking about their cats and, you know, what they have for breakfast yeah. every morning. So, you know, that might help. <laughs> it might help get a bit of traction because I can now start following people that are interested in the same stuff. But what do you make of all these yeah, trends? I- I, I'm not a big fan. I, I can see why you have to sort of do it, but it's it, it kind of to me. It's like the whole idea is you're supposed to be showing your creativity. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, let's all follow the leader, and and it just seems weird. But you kind of have to. I've been using like they do say use a trending sound, but then do something yourself to it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So say there's a trending sound and everybody's yeah. doing a silly dance. Instead, you use a trending sound, but you show yourself painting or you know something to do with your art life. So but this yeah, is the other just... thing I haven't got onto the audio bit yet of working out the trending sounds and stuff. That's supposed to be big, but I've I've put mine as a business account because mm. I thought that was the way to go. But the only trouble then is they, they don't give you half as many sounds because right. not that many are licensed for commercial use which is a bit of a pain actually would you think maybe it'd be better just to go back as a creator then rather than a business no i don't think there was an option i think there was there is when i oh maybe that's new then when i looked before it was like business or i can't remember but there didn't seem to be an option just create business or creator it's in your setting see how how i know this and you don't i don't know (laughs) no i'm just wondering if they had that before you know when i went on before so, the other thing oh, I've noticed do. as well, which... I put a shop on there that I did sign up for a TikTok shop. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, this is good. I might be able to try and sell my paintings through here. But then it was so tricky because you'd get on to, you choose, you'd have to say what product you want to put on there. But then you yeah. have to put the brand name. And the problem is they're not thinking of it as an independent artist selling their stuff. I'm sure there's mm. a way, way around it. They're thinking of it as, it, say I want to sell um, somebody's makeup, you know, a brand name makeup, and yeah. I'm showing how to use it. Or uh, imagine an art product. So say I'm showing how to use, I don't know, Dale Rowney something or other. Right. So then I would say, oh, the brand is Dale Rowney. It, and you had to kind of put that it was a trademarked brand. It, it was very complicated right. to give up. Yeah, yeah and, and, you know, I, oh God, I thought, oh, I don't know. I mean, the other day I went into paint and I, I decided I'd just try and make this little video. <laughs> and you know what? By the time I'd made this video, uploaded it to TikTok, it, it, it was probably about an hour and I thought, God, I could have done the whole 
um, first layer of this bottle I was painting in that time. And I thought, well, where do you, you know, how do you balance all this stuff? It's just, it's crazy. And, and the other thing I've learned as well, and I, it's not, I don't find this so much funny enough on Instagram. And I don't know if it's because maybe Instagram is perhaps an older age group now, because the younger ones tend to just focus on, um, on TikTok. But what I've noticed is that when I see these artists and I think, yeah, this is the type of artwork I love to see, it doesn't matter what kind of artwork it is. They could be painting constable style or completely abstract, but they all wear very um, limited number of clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are all, um, they all appear to be, I don't know, 20 something. And yeah. they use music, which makes me want to run screaming because I just can't bear it. It's like, oh, my God. And it's like really obscene sort of, not that I'm old-fashioned. Like maybe I am, but, you know, sort of with really bad language in it and like rap. And I'm thinking, I would not want to use this in my videos. I just wouldn't. And it, it wouldn't, A, it wouldn't suit me as a person, the style of my art and I don't know if I want to get my boobs out for TikTok for a couple of views I don't know or my bum cheeks <laughs> <laughs> maybe no. I need to <laughs> or, or maybe it, maybe it's the other way around maybe that'll get get me even less people looking, yeah, looking, running I'll, a mile <laughs> less followers I mean there's a woman who her art is I really like her art actually on TikTok she's called I can't remember her last name and her first name is Talia it's something like T-A-H-L-I-A or something like that. I'm not mm. totally sure. Um, but she is just a genius, obviously, at marketing. But she looks like she's got this lovely big room that she paints in or makes it look like that's where she paints. Um, yeah. So this beautiful room. She seems to wear dresses. What, like ball <laughs> gowns? She's no, but just like... A, a nice-ish dress sort of thing. Oh, right, okay. She's not, she's not mega trendy or anything. No, no. She's not like, she's not one of these skinny boobs out people. She's just, you know, normal kind of thing. Um, but she's just, she's got her dress on and she's painting and she smiles and looks at the camera and then she does a bit of art and her art's really good. <gasps> Is she, she sounds like the Nigella of yes, the art studio. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. She's maybe like I do. Maybe we need to start looking, making sexy looks at the camera then. Yeah, like oh, sideways I try, glances. I, I tried pouting at Kevin, but he just he just laughs. <laughs> so I don't I don't think I've got it. It's funny, it, it does seem to be um almost like because you see, I I I I don't know about you, Tara. Actually, I've never asked you this. Yes, I do. Well, you you've told me, I think, actually, you tend to wear like tracky bottoms trainers and an old t-shirt or something, don't you, when you paint? And I wear tracksuit bottoms and a, and an old in fact it's an old um work jumper of Paul's. Well, it might have been Charlie's, actually, it's a bit smaller. Um because it's filthy, it's covered in oil paint, and it is not sexy at all. I mean, there's the Tracksuit bottoms are those ones that have, are so old now, they've kneed and they've bummed. And <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay. So basically, to make an art video of me painting, I need to wear something a bit nicer. Maybe I need to wear something more, you know, that's clean and, and nice. But then you're just doing it for the sake of making the video. So I'd have to go in there dressed in something a bit more pleasing to the eye. 
as much as I can for someone who's basically 51, 51, yeah. <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot. Am I 50? Am I 51? And um, by the time I've done that, then I've got to go back in, get changed, so I can actually really paint. It kind of yeah. feels a bit fake, and I don't... I kind of prefer that being like a putting my real self across but then again it doesn't seem to be what people want they want to see all that stuff well I'll tell you someone who does do it really well and she doesn't well I mean she doesn't seem to dress up in my opinion and that is Rosso who's on Twitter I know I can't remember her last name what's Rosso's last name I don't know because I'm not on Twitter anymore. Really. Well, I she, am, but yes, I don't use it. you'll know her though. She, she's on Instagram as well, but she paints the most brilliant portraits. Right. Um, she's got a really big following on Instagram, but she she appears in not so many of her videos. She appears in a photo. Rosso, let me have a look. Emerald Crimson, her, her full name is, but I don't know what it is on Insta. Um but I'm sure if you search that Rosso, you probably here find we go. It anyway. um, it's it's not only figure. Oh yeah, beautiful. Oh uh, no, that's her second. No, that's her second account. She's got another oh. one. Um, Rosso she's got artist. Yeah, there's Rosso it. artist Is that her? as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, the other one I think is someone because someone hacked her account, so she went temporarily onto uh, that. Okay, right. But she paints the most incredible figures. Um, she makes really good videos. It's not so much she's in the videos, but she'll do some kind of semi-time lapse. Right. But I think it looks so impressive. One of the things that's impressive is she works so big. Yeah. Which is yeah. one of the reasons I want to go big. <laughs> now, not, not because of her, but just because it looks so impressive, doesn't it? A, a large piece of art. It does, and it's funny because, you know, when I got those um, paintings collected by that gallery, yeah, he said to me, what would be really good is if you could start working bigger. He said, because yeah. generally speaking, when people buy art, they want to buy a statement. They, want, they don't want to buy something small that's going to go on a wall that's going to get lost. And actually, it's, it's, it's something I learned quite early on which I should have perhaps acted on um, in a bigger way but when I years and years ago I mean I'm talking when I very first got interest um, in my paintings and it was when I was doing those sort of antique bears you know the the bears oh, yeah. The, yeah so um, I got some interest from a gallery who wanted to hang them and I had to meet him at his actually at his house around the corner from his gallery and and he said there's a reason I wanted to meet you here and he said I want to show you something and we were just sitting in his kitchen and he said to me right I'm gonna take that clock down off that wall and I'm gonna hang this painting which was not a small painting by any means it wasn't a big I would say it was kind of medium size really looked quite big to me when I was standing in front of it on the easel Anyway, I'd had it framed as well. He took this clock down and he hung the painting on the wall and I couldn't believe it. It looked lost. It looked tiny. Yeah. And he said, "Just this is just to show you that actually when you're standing in front of a painting and you're painting it, you're seeing it in a very different scale than what it will look when it's on a wall in someone's house. He said, so it's great, it's fine if you're doing a collection of maybe three. I mean, when I did those wine bottle paintings 
in a way, you know, if somebody, I did one slightly smaller as well, so I did two sort of one size and a smaller one. And the reason I've done it like that really is because my time in the art studio is fairly limited, so I like to think that I might actually get a painting done in a reasonable amount of time. If I go too big, it sort of takes forever. Um, but that's one of my things for this coming year, 2023, when it, from January onwards, I'd like to start actually painting on a bigger scale because um, the gallery that has just picked up my painting said, you would do better if your paintings were bigger because people want, if they're going to buy a piece of art, they want it to be a statement. They want people to look at it on their wall and go, oh, you've got an original painting by so-and-so and and it's, it's there and it's, it's not just obviously there are there's there's a place for smaller work of course there is people that have got smaller places or smaller spaces um not everyone wants massive art of course they don't i'm not talking about going massive here i'm I'm talking about maybe going a bit like you've gone maybe four times a size so that's so what, my what thing size would year. it be finished what would if you told me in inches or centimeters how big are we talking are we talking a meter um yeah i would say a meter one width and maybe a meter and a half the other something like that oh god that is big it's really big yeah well it's funny right because that's what we've just said and and you've that's what the gallery owner wanted and yeah i was listening to you know the art juice podcast yeah um i was listening to that the other day and i think it was an older one but basically it was about the, the title was something like about going big or something like that and obviously yeah. i was listening to it because that's what i was trying to do mm. and they were saying like everybody feels they should go big but really big is harder to sell well it's certainly harder to store yeah well they said that as well it's very much harder to store but it's also very much harder to sell because you know there's going to be far fewer people who have either got the space for a large piece of art, like you just yeah, said, like the yeah. meter by one meter, or the money. I suppose the good thing is that the people who've got the money have probably got the larger space. But like, it's yeah. sort of, so in my house, well, I've got a reasonable size house, but there aren't that many big, you know, we're not, we haven't got high ceilings, so there no. wouldn't be that many big wall spaces. And you've got like a, maybe a window is on one of the walls and you've got a fireplace, you know, and it's not yeah. high enough above the fireplace. So, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. So there's very two. So I wonder if maybe the gallery perhaps is the good place to have the bigger pieces and maybe online is worse for the larger because people are perhaps less inclined to buy big when they haven't seen it i yeah, know you see the other piece. thing as well is when somebody walks into a gallery what will appear to be fairly small on a gallery wall yeah if they bought that and then took it home they'd be oh my god it's massive yeah that's true. you know yeah so it's this two way it depends what space it's hanging i mean this yeah. is why when i do um my instagram posts i'm better on instagram than anywhere else um, although recently it's sort of i've fallen a bit behind because i've been trying to do tiktok but um put those in your stories in your instagram yeah yeah i i because you were saying it's a good idea to share the videos across see i did i did think maybe i need to share my tiktoks with the tiktok um logo on it to instagram so people on instagram know i'm on tiktok and then therefore can then follow that as well i don't know Instagram but, don't like it though. No, that's the thing, isn't it? So I've been sort of cropping them off and yeah. 
you know, but it's a bit difficult yeah. with TikTok because of where they put the logo. Instagram is easy because they put their logo right at the bottom, so it's easy just to, to crop that bit off at the bottom. But TikTok is, is on the side, um, one side, one half of the video, and then the other side, the other, and you've got to make a really thin video. <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. seem to work. I just but, don't shoot don't shoot it in... Um, in no, I don't edit good idea. in TikTok. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably a better idea. Um, yeah, I've been learning about CapCut. That's been the one I've yes. been looking at as well recently. That's one I, I told you to look at. Yeah, I haven't tried it, actually yeah. tried it yet, but I am going to. But yeah. I have watched a video tutorial. Yay me. I have yeah. actually done anyway, that. We've but, diverted. We were yeah, about, I was going to say yeah. about size. Um, yeah. So that is why when I do a painting and I post it to my Instagram, it doesn't matter how... And even on my website, I do this. It doesn't matter how many times you say to somebody, oh, this is 40, um, 40 centimetres by 50 centimetres. Um, they won't get the scale of it unless you're standing holding it. Yeah. So I sense. quite often I'll stand and hold a painting. Although you have to be a bit careful with that as well, because... When you, get, when you take a photograph of yourself standing there with a painting, unless you hold that fairly close to your body, you can still make it appear to be quite a bit bigger of a painting than what it is if you're holding it out. Yeah. That's what yeah, I've, I've learned recently. Um, yeah. So that's another thing to be, to be careful of. But I kind of think it's a good way of, of saying this is the scale of my painting, but you've got to stand quite close to it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll be going through the same problem as you, though, in the end, Tara, next year. Because <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like, oh, God. And even though I have done a big painting before, I remember having to change my technique because it's different. It's, it's hard, isn't it? Because you're trying to maintain a style or your style because you want your own style. But you've got to then use different Materials. techniques to get yeah. it, which yeah, is actually I'd... quite tricky. I've finally bitten the bullet. I, I bought some um, big oil pastels, but I bought some brands that weren't that expensive to try to see if I liked it. Yeah. Um, but oh, just, there's just something about them. I, they're okay, you know, but they seem to leave lines on. They weren't soft enough, I guess. So I've finally bitten the bullet and I've ordered a few Sennelier. The, the thing with ordering online, which is a real pain in the ass, isn't it? It's like you want to try. I wanted to try one, yeah, because they're about eight quid each. Yeah, these oil pastels. Um, so really, what would be an idea was if you're in a if you're in a shop and you could try a tester. You know, I think, oh, I don't <laughs> like that. Yes, I do yeah. like it. Do you know what I mean? Or just buy yeah. one. But yeah. of course, you can't. There's no shops around me anywhere that you could buy one <laughs> of these pastels. Oh, there and is course, near me. Oh, is that? It's too late now. You still have to post it to me. So That's to true. Post it, yeah. So um, in the end, I thought, well, okay, I'm going to buy some. But of course, you pay postage. So I think, well, if I'm going to buy one. I might as well now buy three. Or buy, a, um, did I buy four? Four that I knew I would use together in a painting. Um, yeah. But they haven't come yet. So, so I'm quite curious, yeah, how they're going to work out. Yeah, just by basically using the same things but bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like a but, brush, isn't it? Same thing, but but bigger. Yeah, although what I do like about the Neocolor, the wax pastels, is they don't, they're not that smudgy. Yeah. Like oil, pa oil pastels mm. are really smudgy, aren't they? Yeah, so, I don't uh, like yeah, them. I'm curious what, that, I'm curious what that's going to be like. Yeah. I don't like using them, I must admit. I'm not 
Yeah. The other thing, you know, when you're painting bigger, though, is that you not, you not only have to change, you know, the size of your, um, obviously, the size of your surface and the size of your brushes or whatever it is, your, your, as in your case, your pastels, this sort of thing. You have to change the size of your movements in a way. Yeah. You know, you have to really go from the shoulder and you can't just sort of go from the elbow or the wrist in places you've got to really and I found that to be really um that was what I noticed the most I was like wow I'm having to use my whole arm to create this big marble (laughs) rather than just what I would normally do is you know use my elbow or my wrist it was like wow I've got to this is really going to be a lot different than I, it's just the movements you wouldn't think would you there was so much no. to it to it yeah there is so isn't there mm. and also what I had to do as well which probably made it so different for me because I was working flat because I was working at this a a3 size um, yeah I was working oh, flat on my desk with my no so I've had to move to vertical so of course it's immediately a whole different I'd stand up actually at my desk previously so I could look over the top but it's very different working on an easel to what it is working flat as well, which is a whole nother dimension, I guess. It's a whole nother new thing. So probably for me, my my big problem is I probably just need to paint twenty of them. Do you know what I mean? 20 yeah, and then you'll and an then easel. you'll you'll find it hard to go small again. You'll go, oh no, yeah, I, I'm I, sure oh. <laughs> I will. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's really yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, next dilemma. What's the next one? Well, going back, not to TikTok, but to um, to social media. Yeah. I do want to talk about this because we're talking about followers and this and that and and the other. And you mentioned to me, didn't you, that there's this new platform out there called Musero, and that's M U S E R O. If anyone is listening, if we do decide to air this, (laughs) um. And it's basically, it's by, is it Faso? Yeah. Fine Art Studio Online. So they have created a platform based on all of the problems that go along with having an Instagram account or anything like that. And what it does is it has no algorithm. So what it means is if you post, and it's basically mainly for photographs. I didn't know that bit. I didn't know the no algorithm bit. Yeah, there isn't. There's Yeah, there isn't. If you look on the... um, if you look on the, if you say you go on the app store and you look up Musero, let me right. see if I can quickly find it now while we're chatting. Um, I'm, well, all I'm sure... I thought was they, they were going much more towards photographs rather than, you know, because everybody's getting annoyed with Instagram doing the video and trying to go like TikTok. I'm, I've got to, I'm going to, I don't want to say it if I'm wrong, but okay. I'm pretty sure they have removed, like, there is no algorithm. Learn more. Oh no! Oh, here we go. Do, 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 do. Oh no! It doesn't say. Um, oh, here we go. Oh. So easy photo sharing for artists and photographers. Musero is easy photo sharing for artists and photographers. It features a chronicle, sorry, a chronological feed and no algorithm. Join a community of humans who care about art and beauty and want to escape the TikTok-like madness of other big social platforms. And I was really, really interested the minute I said there is no algorithm. And what that means is when you post your photograph of your painting online, I think you can post videos as well. But when you post your photograph, 
what will happen is the next time you go online onto that platform, you'll scroll down and you'll see everyone who has posted after you and then you'll see yours and everyone who posted before you. But it will not make any difference how many people say say for instance you posted a week uh, uh, maybe a day or two before me yeah and you got eighteen thousand views on one of your on your photograph and I posted a day later than you and I got five views on mine my one would still be where it will still be above yours because I posted last it's newer Yeah. yeah and I Wow, what a breath of fresh air. I mean, obviously, this is quite a new platform and, and they've, they've done this because there's such an outrage now of, of how it, it's basically a popularity contest, isn't it? When you, when you think about it on social media, it seems to be, oh, yes, it you is. know, it's how popular you are and then that's, that's who gets the most traction. It's nothing about how talented so you TikTok are. TikTok isn't, supposedly. Is it not? No. Okay, but it's that still have has an algorithm though, doesn't it? TikTok. TikTok has an algorithm, but apparently with TikTok, it doesn't matter. Like, say, say you've got your thirty followers or whatever, and then there's some person who's got fifty thousand followers, and you yeah. both put a video out. Yeah, it wouldn't give any preference to the one with fifty thousand. Oh, followers. I see. Okay, yeah, but what? would probably happen they might still do better because they're putting out the content people want and obviously they've got people who are following them so yeah yeah if someone's following and they'll they'll see it anyway but you could theoretically go on tiktok put on your first video and you could go viral and end up with a hundred thousand followers the next day right right because but, it doesn't get what what happens is it shows starts showing it to people this is yeah. this is what I've heard. It starts showing it to people, and then it sees if people like it or not. If mm. they like it, it then pushes it out to more people. I love what they say, though, on this Musero when they say, escape the madness yeah. that is TikTok and other platforms. And it is madness. I mean, quite often, I if I'm going to try and catch up with things, because, to be honest, if I, if I wasn't doing art, I might have an Instagram account, but it, I wouldn't be very active and I'd be quite quiet about it. Whereas with when you're an artist or any in any sort of um, creative field where you, you need to share, you have to, be, you have to be active online, don't you? You have to inter- interact with other people, which I enjoy doing as well. I don't but, suppose you have to, because what you could do is, is you, you've now been with the gallery, so theoretically you could just sell all your work through galleries and not I could on. yeah but just because it's in yeah. a gallery doesn't mean to say that it'll sell no 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 yeah but um, what I'm saying is theoretically you wouldn't necessarily have to although even then the gallery gallery probably wants you to have a presence don't yeah absolutely and also yeah. you've got to remember the the amount of people going into a gallery compared to the amount of people going on a social oh, platform yeah. is, is yeah. an incredible difference so you know it's yeah, it's it's a totally different yeah. thing, but you have to you have to share. Basically, we haven't got a lot of choice. It's it the social media is our gallery in a way, isn't it? As as creatives, yeah. And you know, I'm I'm on when I what I do. I know you do this as well, Taras. I know you go on about eight, don't you? And you, that's when you sort of catch up with your social media stuff. And I tend to go on a bit earlier. I, I tend to sort of go on five or six o'clock. I'm like, right, okay, I'll have a little scroll through. Um, social media see what's been going on 
And often when I, I go onto TikTok, Paul will be there and he'll say, what on earth is that racket? <laughs> and and I, t- I instantly, not, not for his sake, but for my own sake, I have to turn the volume onto really low because nine times out of ten there's this terrible music which is just awful and it's you over. You are like a really old lady. I do sound that. like an old lady. But <laughs> it's, it's because it's distracting me from what the video's about half the time and it's so loud. I'm like, why is it so loud? You know, it's a bit like when you go on YouTube and you watch a YouTube video and then halfway through the there'll be an advert. The advert yeah. will blast your eardrums off and it's like... It's it's ridiculous. I have to mute straight away because I'm like, I can't bear yeah. it. Why can't they just keep it at the same level? And I think there's this insane thing, whereas if we put it on loud enough, it will go in. Whereas actually, I think it has the opposite effect. All it does for me is it makes me want to switch off straight away. I just don't want all that racket. Um, and and it, is, it is chaos. It's very chaotic when you go onto TikTok, I find, where it's just... There's so many different things on there and, and it's hard to see the wood for the trees. It's hard to actually find what what it is that you want to see. Although I'm saying this the day after I've discovered how you actually find those people <laughs> from watching a tutorial finally. I, I definitely yeah. suggest looking at tutorials. Maybe you need to look at tutorials, or not tutorials, but tips on how to... Um, oh, I have. How to oh, work have. in a bigger scale. Oh, big, you mean? Oh, I thought you meant oh, how to use TikTok. No. Yeah. No, yeah. I, have, I have looked at some. But, I mean, I think, I think the big thing for me is it probably is because, like, I've created so many at the A3 size. I'm just used to it, isn't it? So it's just... Yeah. Also, it's the expense, do you think? Because uh, obviously it, bigger it things cost. are bigger money. But it doesn't cost that significantly more. Uh, that is the thing. I've, I've been working on these artboards, so they're not that expensive. They're, they're maybe, you know, two or three quid a piece. But if I was going to work on, uh, and I was looking at these, you can get some watercolour canvases, you know, that are all primed up. But, you know, then I'm talking 25 quid a pop for a big one, maybe more, 30, yeah. 40, which is fine if, if like you, say, if... I took a long time to paint one. Yeah. And I knew it was likely to work out, but I will have I will won't have a rate of every one works out and I can paint them relatively quickly. Mm. So I can't I can't have like a canvas for every time I create one, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just too expensive. Well, I mean that's the thing, canvases are expensive. So for me to go from the size I'm working on now to the size I really want to go, it's a lot of difference, and it is an it is, and yeah. that's the thing you you kind of need to be selling, and the, and of course because of the whole issue at the moment with how expensive everything is generally, and you know energy prices and all the rest of it, it begs the question: are, you know, are people buying art as much? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that because sometimes I think the people who buy art, the people who have a lot of uh, generally people that have a lot of money perhaps yeah do you yeah. think and so maybe to them it's not such a big deal so maybe it doesn't affect the you know our sales as much as we perhaps think it might i don't know it's it should certainly affect the um amount we're charging in a way because if i'm if i'm having to pay a lot more for a canvas obviously i've got to add that on to the price of the painting you know yeah 
It's tricky, isn't it? It is tricky. It is really tricky. It's... Don't know the answer. No. It's a hard... A hard time for artists. Do you want another dilemma? Go on, then. Okay, now I don't know if it's too specific for me, but I think a lot of people will be thinking about this in their own way. Mm. So I keep thinking, who is my art made for? And obviously it's made for me. But do you know what I mean? When you're trying to niche it down, and Mm. I think it's so easy, like I've said before, if you paint horses, it's, it's relatively simple, isn't it? Because there are lots of groups with horse lovers in them or horse owners. There are magazines with horse... The yeah. horse people will buy even or online magazines or but but if you paint weird faces or even still life i would say probably more like you there's like who are your people yeah i mean i suppose from my point of view i guess i would say that mine are more just for people i mean yeah okay if i draw if i paint a wine painting great for a wine lover great for a, a vineyard owner or whatever um or if i was to draw if i was to paint food well maybe that's great for a cafe or a restaurant that that kind of thing yeah um still life in general well i guess i guess there's a lot of that i I always hashtag interior design on on mine on instagram because i think you know some a lot of still life paintings and abstract paintings and all sorts are interesting to interior designers because they're looking for to things that would go fit nicely into an environment and yours could yeah. be one of those, you know. I, I was thinking about your art the other day. I meant to say this to you. I would love, because on our group, on our Facebook group, obviously we do challenges every year and the month we're recording this, as I say, if it goes out, <laughs> is, is November. And we have a challenge called Posevember in November. And it's obviously uh, figure drawing. Now, a lot of people are actually doing life drawing poses aren't they um but it's also we've also got quick kick november which is blind contour am i right it is blind contour isn't it um unless i'm yeah i'm sure that was october well i think i think people some people some people are um combining certain things so they're combining pose vember with maybe doing it blind contour drawing or something like that yeah and some of them are so I mean, there was one up the other day and I can't remember that. If I, was, if, if I knew we were going to record this and this was even going to come up, I'd have looked up the person. But somebody has, is doing life drawing um, and blind contour and using colour as well. And they're so... There's something just so lovely about them because they're not the typical nude, obviously. They're not. Um, they look really quirky because somebody's drawn it blind. So there's a boob one side of the cat, the, the paper, and then a bum the other. So it's quite funny. That's, um, what but, I'm but, like. <laughs> That's not a blind contour. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and I, do you know what? And I thought, God, you know, how lovely to, to have a real different view of, of your, what would normally be the typical life drawing. And I was thinking, and I meant to say this to you, and it's just reminded me. I wonder what your style would be like if you had a go at life, not life drawing as in a nude person in front of you, but say from somewhere like, um, is it Croquet Cafe or New Art Academy or something like that? They're the ones that do the poses on the internet of of naked people or clothed people, whatever. 
I wonder what you what your take on a life drawing would be. Yeah, I'm not interested. Using your style. No. How, I mean, how would you not go interested. about that? Oh, you're not, not interested. I thought you would no. be, see. No. I don't I just I, I if I was gonna do a whole body, because then I wouldn't really concentrate on the face. Mm. And faces are just my thing. It's, it it would yeah. I would go to a life drawing class. And I would mess about maybe a blind contour or whatever, but I wouldn't want to do it in the style I'm doing. Yeah. Just use that coffee no. machine going on in the background. Can you hear it? It's like my printer, isn't it? Mine will probably go off next in compliment. <laughs> Are you just making a coffee? No, no, it's just it's just on energy saving mode. So if I don't use <laughs> it for right. a while, it turns itself off and goes through oh, a whole right. cleaning cycle. <laughs> uh, Again, no, the sort so of thing we avoid when we record early. <laughs> yeah. No, so I just I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't want to do it. It just, I guess it'd be like you doing, I don't know, me saying, do your live drawing, but I don't know. I suppose it's almost like what you did with the bum, but you enjoyed that. Yeah. You felt like you needed to do that, but I just don't, I don't feel the need to do that. I don't. No, I had no, all sorts of no. ideas of, 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 um, <laughs> of doing that I, a bit more, no. but I never did. Mine, though, I'm more thinking, because I was trying to think where mine might fit as a venue. What venues? Because I was listening to another podcast the other day, and and they were saying that there's no, no, what's, I can't remember what she said. Basically, there's, basically, you get your art out there into the real world, not just online, Mm. is is the essence of what she was saying. And I was trying to think, where would it fit? And theatres. Theatres and places where they do um, drag acts and, it's, and yeah, it's, it's places where you do weird stuff, more yeah. alternative. Yeah, and I was thinking almost tattoo parlours. S and clubs. They... <laughs> not, not that I've yeah. ever even well, maybe, but, but <laughs> not that I've ever been to really one of those. In. By the way, <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want to go in, go in one. Like, I don't know if they're quite. I don't know if they're quite that far. No, that. But 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 I know. Obviously, I know that. Um, not geeky people but i know that people are into crypto have bought them you know because the nfts yeah yeah. um but yeah i'm trying to work out who would like them and yeah around here we've got a theater but our theater will be you know where they have um they'll have shakespeare or they'll have um yeah you know they'll have uh, a tribute act it's not like it's not good theater theater if you know what i mean or it's not alternative so yeah uh, was, this sounds weird yeah. but what about in um in places like school toilets school <laughs> toilets no your art is far better than that but what i'm trying to uh, there's a reason i've said this or any ladies toilets school toilet or dressing rooms yeah, but the kids don't got any money have they kids? <laughs> no not school toilets no the ri- no what I'm, i was getting at in a really roundabout completely yeah uh, the wrong way of coming about what i am gonna say is that your art i think has a the message i see (laughs) the message i see if i was to create a message as a viewer my own message for one of your paintings it would be it screams be who you are be who you want to be be different be unique be yourself because they are unusual and the one thing i wish more um people got the message about is women and men who just 
are, you know, they're afraid to be different. They, they're worried that they've got a wrinkle now and they feel like they've got to have loads of work done on their face, and especially young people now. I mean, you see all these young people in their 20s who are having Botox or having That's their crazy. lips plumped up. And I'm like, why would you have Botox in your 20s? And what is wrong with having a normal pair of lips? It's, it's strange, but it, I just see that that is a massive, massive lack of confidence in people. And I don't really... Um, I understand that people have a lack of confidence, but I wish there was a way where people didn't feel like they had to do that, where they felt that they were enough as they are, and that actually being different is actually really cool, you know? And I remember when I was young, there was this stage where everyone started having tattoos. Now, I haven't got a tattoo. I I just wouldn't... I've never been the, the sort of person that would do something I know I can't reverse, you know, piercings are different because you can take that out. A tattoo is there forever. And I was always of the mindset, yeah, it's going to look fine now, but when I'm 70, it probably won't. And I'm glad I felt like that so young because I've never had one and I'm glad I haven't had one. I don't mind them on other people. I don't mind what people do. Um, but I remember going into this pub and it was like this, um, it was like a biker's pub almost. And there was a band playing and everyone there was kind of in leathers and, you know, loads of piercings and mad hair and lovely people, lovely bunch of people, all covered in tattoos. And and I remember one, I went into the toilet um, and this girl said to me, where are your tattoos? I'm like, oh, I haven't got any. <gasps> you haven't got any tattoos? Really? I don't know anyone who hasn't got any tattoos. And I'm thinking <laughs> it's funny because when tattoos came about, it was all about being unique. And now yeah. I think, actually, I feel uh, more unique because yeah. I don't have one and I've never had one. So I, I almost feel like I'm the unique one because I don't have them, you know. Depends on the situation, I guess. Depends very it? much on the situation. And like I say, there's some amazing tattoos out there. It's just not something I, I've ever wanted to do particularly myself. But um, I just, I when I look at your work, I think, God, it's great. It's like these really, these, um can't even call them characters, but these people who are, wild and and creative and imaginative and and different and so i i feel like your art could could convey such a great message of yeah be unique be you don't don't conform do you know what i was actually thinking about this um the new collection i'm doing which is funny because i'm creating i'm having a dilemma here's another dilemma for you so I'm having the dilemma that I'm creating these paintings, but I'm I don't want all of them in the collection because yeah. I don't like them. Mm. Yeah. So so I'll end up creating loads of paintings and then narrow it down to the yeah. ones that I actually uh, feel like you know I, I want there. But what I was thinking was I might contact or might try and find is there a mental health charity because all they're all going to be about this idea of these words that have killed people's confidence. Yes. So I wondered if there might be some sort of tie in there. Definitely. The health one. But I don't, yeah, almost a bit like what you're saying, I guess, there. But I still well, not just mental don't know health. venues. Uh... Yeah, not just mental health, but like younger people who are, um, or who are lacking in confidence or who are, are allowing people, things that they've heard to kill their confidence and stop them from doing things. That's of such a yeah. vulnerable age, I think, when you're a teenager. It really is. You sort of listen to everybody apart from the people you should be. 
I don't even think it has to be a teenager. I mean, no, mine weren't anybody. When I was, yeah, yeah, mine weren't necessarily when I was a teenager. I mean, just if, just after, but young adult, you know. Yeah, I mean, if we were feeling that way now, it's very easy to sort of look at other people. Oh my gosh, you know. Oh, I'm. It's a bit like this whole TikTok thing, isn't it? What I was saying earlier. Do I have to wear next to nothing and uh, have loads of Botox or something and um, be really trendy to to be a any kind or have any kind of following on on TikTok? And I guess if I was a, if I was rich enough to go out and have a load of stuff done, and b, if I wasn't confident now and enough at 51 that you know this is me I'm fine <laughs> you know it must be easy for people to, I think in television they do it a lot don't they yeah definitely you I know. think sometimes they almost feel pressured that they have to I'd yeah. imagine in film and tv yeah and yeah. I'm like this why I love seeing older people on tv now I think it's great you know really older women reading the news you know great brilliant and ones that haven't got their eyebrows you know stuck to the ceiling well ones that are actually looking like normal lovely older or rather more mature women and I really appreciate seeing that on the telly because I think hang on a minute just because you reach a certain age does not mean that you are not worthy of of being looked at do you know what I mean and and it no more than it means just because you're over fifty one or sixty one or seventy one that your your paintings and your creations aren't worthy of being, you know, seen out there and you showing it because you're older. It makes no difference. And I'm glad that things do seem to be changing a bit more that way. I think, but yeah, I that, think there'll be a kickback against it. But yeah, I I love the idea of yours in a proper old theatre. I think they'd do well. Yeah, I'd have to. It has to be an. Basically, it's something alternative, isn't it? Yeah. I think. But it's finding alternative type venues. I mean, you're mm. in the right place for this, you know, Brighton and stuff. But where I am is not exactly. No. Brighton would be no. a great place. Yeah, it's more. It's Brighton, London. That, you know, Maybe cities, you need to it? look up some hashtags which are all about being who you are. Find some places that. Find some. I'm trying to think, I'm thinking on the top of my head here that if you find places like, I don't know, charities or theatres, companies or people that talk about being who you are and being proud of being you and all all those kind of things, find all those hashtags that go with it and add those to your paintings and you may come across somebody who... Yeah, maybe. You ma- that I might did... invite the right viewers to see your painting and think, oh, actually, that, that would make a good... Um, particularly your, the collection you're working on now. Yeah, Be, I you know, Hashtag, contacting... I don't know, hashtag... Um, what could they be? Oh, you could even create your own hashtag, but obviously, yeah, l- look at some of those. I did, I did try contacting Cirque du Soleil and said, could I use... Oh yeah, one of their characters, the faces, you know, in, in my art. But they said, unfortunately, we can't. We have so many requests, we can't let anybody do anything. Basically, you could hashtag Cirque du Soleil, though, couldn't you? Uh, yeah, I could do, but it wouldn't actually be related to them. I can't actually use one of their no. people, which is what I was kind of thinking. It'd be quite cool to have one of their characters because they have, they'd got um, a load of photos of people that were quite. They were almost like drag acts. Yeah. You know, it was very eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. No, I need to look into it more. Yeah, yeah. 
Can you believe we've been chatting now for over an hour? I can. Is that a podcast episode then? Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm starting to wonder whether we... Unless you've got anything else you'd like to add. No, I don't think I have. Have you? Well, I'm just thinking about the fact that most of our episodes are planned and we have bullet points. We know what we're going to talk about. And then I'll go in and edit, obviously, for when we perhaps make a mistake or we say something far too rude for air. (laughs) Or the dog wanders through the kitchen or my coffee machine goes off or your printer goes off. All of those things. And so it's much well, a bit more polished than perhaps it would be otherwise. So I'm kind of thinking actually this was this is our first ever off the cuff. Do you know what? Before you go into this, should we just press record and see what happens? Um, it's our first ever off the cuff episode, which we weren't planning. We have absolutely no bullet points. I had no idea what Tara was going to say. Tara, you've got you had no idea what I was going to talk about. And maybe, apart from just editing off the bit at the beginning where I said, well, I don't even know. I don't even know. Don't say again. He's already done out again. Where I might have said three, two, one, record or something like that. Maybe I shouldn't yeah. edit it either. Maybe this is about, you know, just just yeah. let it be the, be the episode and. Let it be. This is, this be is a definite. People say they sit and. Well, when they're painting, sometimes they listen to us like, you know, just friends chatting mm. while you're painting. So this was exactly that, wasn't it? Well, it was never meant to be recorded. And it's perhaps more of a taste of the things Tara and I talk about when we're not recording podcasts. It's, it's more a kind of thing we'll talk. This is what I find is quite often when we record podcasts in the morning, we'll go on at um, eight, won't we? And the intention yeah. is we record at eight. And then we'll finish, I don't know, in an hour or so, usually about an hour and a half by the time we've finished chatting. And then what happens is after that, we'll carry on and we'll we'll chat for another well, before hour. Before about... we usually chat for half an hour before we start as well. Yeah, and we're like, oh God, we haven't even started recording yet. And it's quarter to nine. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, this is kind of a taste of the stuff we do talk about off of air, if you like, and, and before we, we record. So, um, Maybe yeah. we'll try another one in the future. Maybe we yeah. just... Maybe we just have a topic, though. But we, yeah, perhaps. But we yeah, just don't, God only knows what we'll t- we'll call this one. Or we have a few topics, but we, you know, we dig into that. Yeah. Just, now, just now the, the question is, when do we air this? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out but, when we finished. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody else needs to know about that anyway. So, shall no. we just say goodbye? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, see ya. ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on iTunes.